Yeah, so I've started recording already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My God, cough and rain there. No. <laughs> episode, why don't you? Um, do you want to introduce this episode? I think I introduced the last one. Did you? I think so. And I think I've introduced the last two. You fire away. Okay. Um, welcome to episode five <laughs> of the Mid-Twenties podcast. Everybody is welcome. We're all friends here. So sit back, okay. get a cup of coffee like me and Natasha have. And relax and enjoy the next maybe hour of chit chat. Yeah, with some songs scattered some, in there in between. Some good tunage. Tunes. In between, because for the past couple of weeks or so, we have had so much time to think over what kind of direction we want to take the podcast in. And it turns out that we want to focus a bit more on the music side of things. Yeah, I think so. I think sort of just like encourage it a bit more. We've got some comments as well from people that we didn't think. Of stuff that we didn't even think about. And yeah. then not like channel it completely on the music, but sort of in- include more longer bits of the music, if that makes more sense. Yeah, and just big shout out as well to like everybody who has kind of given us oh, feedback or comments yeah, because for sure. they've been so nice. I can't even describe the many people that have yeah. messaged me being like just really nice messages and it, it makes a difference. Stuff that does it doesn't even say anything. It's just sort of like, by the way, I'm listening to it. Yeah, I'm like sweet. I don't care yeah. if you don't like it, dude. And like, it's one of them things that, like, especially during lockdown, if you just have it on in the background, you know, it keeps you taking yeah, over a bit. It does, no, completely. I've started actually listening to. Uh, it, this is so. It's not weird. I don't know, but I sat last yesterday and read like for about eight or nine hours straight, and it was, and I was just listening to classical music the whole time. Classic FM. No, no, not Classic <laughs> FM. I don't have, actually. Why are you not? Classic FM is such I don't, I don't have a radio, radio station. I don't have a radio. Obviously, I have oh a radio. God. There's some form Natasha's of too millennial to have a radio, <laughs> folks. Did you hear <laughs> that one? It was funny. I, I know. forgot I'm 90 years of age and have a yeah, radio. Yeah, I know. You know, name off Classic FM by heart. No, I got a, got a Spotify account. Fiona is like a complete granny, though. I am. You are. So, yes, but that was really, really lovely. I was reading a... Um, and finished, um, If We Were Villains. Have you read it before? No. no. It's like a dark academia book, and it was oh, it was great. And the classical music vibe was so... In the book? Copus mentis. I don't even know if that's the word. No, but it was like a dark academia vibe. Right, okay. And it was oh, it was just perfect, man. But that, that was how I spent my day yesterday, and it was really lovely. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to listen to classical music and just kind of chill out. Yeah. I used to listen to it loads when... Um, I was studying for my levels. Yeah. It just helped me, you know. I think I listened to like Metallica, Metallica whenever I was ACDC. Yeah, whenever I was studying for my levels. But then I've got I've got to the stage now where I like I can't do that because like I um I just end up singing along. Yeah, that's I what can't, I mean. I can't like I couldn't do, do two things at once. That's me. Like, what if I was listening to music with words in it when I was revising? You know, it was just it turned into a karaoke night at the kitchen oh, table. Oh, one hundred percent. I was like, before you knew it, 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 it pop open the beers, a couple of beers. I tell you what, you can't be singing along to Beethoven. Do you know oh, what I mean? No. 
You can't I mean, do it. <laughs> and that's all. The March of the Bees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. But yeah, that's a good shape. Yeah, it was I, lovely. I haven't been up to much, literally uh, sitting in the house, um, flouting lockdown regulations on the sly. That's, have you? Yeah, let's just keep that. Shocking. That goes nowhere, by the way. That just is between us and the listeners of this podcast. All it's just between us and the internet, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this goes nowhere further yeah. than the internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, not overly, just kind of in the house and then pottering about. And I've been getting really into walking recently. Yeah, well, like, I've seen you've been walking everywhere. Yeah. Well... Walking's kind of... walked the really coastline since lockdown stopped. Yeah. Started, w- sorry. Wa- walking's kind <laughs> Stopping of... her mind. Yeah, walking's kind of... Walked down. Whoa. Whoa, I mean, <laughs> anything. Um, yeah, I've been walking since the lockdown happened, and then it just kind of clears the head, and then I got this wee, like, dodgy Fitbit. It's not actually a real Fitbit. It's, it's one of Fiona's... Another one of Fiona's eBay purchases. It, uh, this time it was Amazon, actually. Oh, Amazon. <laughs> um, going with the brands Don't get days. me started about my eBay purchases. See, oh, since please lo- don't. Oh. I've bought so much stuff. It's not even normal. Your eBay life is odd. I know. You, you literally... I have to show you that shelf I bought. I'll show you it after the podcast. Um, That's so random. And your woman, she sent me the really angry yes, message. Yes, re- yeah. She was like, dude. how dare you offer me lower than the asking price? She was like, I have never like, in dude. my whole days of eBay and been offered a bid lower than the starting price. What an insult. And I was like... So I was like, this isn't Dickinson's real deal. I was like, yeah. either take the fucking offer or decline it. Like, sorry about your fucking eBay career, but... I know. And love, then... You know, that's sort of the point of eBay. Yeah, and then... I bargain. The thing, exactly. The thing arrived at my front door, wrapped in what can only be described as um, basically food that you wrap in you know, the you know, What you've told me, yeah, is like, you know, that like um, brown paper stuff you wrap your school books in? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like brown paper, like shitty wrapping paper, like Christmas wrapping paper, do you know what you can spit through? That's what arrived at my uh. door. And the shelf was like, it wasn't even covered at this point. And the postman just kind of looked at me like, <laughs> I want me. I tried my best, you know? Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't break. <laughs> I mean, I, I came shelving like. I know, I'll show you it later, but I'll show you it later. But yeah, no, also, like, we're outside, so if you do hear, like, background noise, it's not, like, we're not in the jungle, but we are in Fiona's back, because I am I am following these lockdown rules where Fiona may not. Yeah. But we're outside. I also have not left the house. I usually, like, usually leave the house to get groceries and stuff like that. Haven't left the house in, like, over, like, I think it's, like, I think I was saying, like, eight days. Yeah. Like, I mean, I haven't breathed outside air in eight days. Yeah. And, like, that's not great, and... It's horrible. We've been meaning to do an episode of the podcast and just, it's hard kind of navigating it around the lockdown rules. I mean, you do, like, I know it I'm is. making a joke of flouting them, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be risking people's lives and all that stuff, so. Yeah, no way, man. It's it's, I, it's a scary thing. I kind of suggested just maybe doing the next episode out in my back garden. Yeah, and it's really lovely. It's not the best, but you know what? See, for Ireland, this is the best you're going to get. I know. Beautiful. And we've got, like, well, for, we're I don't second. even know. Pot of coffee. Oh, and a beautiful coffee at that, may I add a lovely Italian bean. Yeah, a wee second pot of coffee. So if, if this podcast slowly goes into overdrive. Or like jitters, you get jittery. Yeah. I think, remember, I think it was the last podcast, I was like, I get really jittery, dude. Yeah. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even think we had that much coffee then. I know. Stuff is about to get dangerous. <laughs> but we got a couple of lists of what we want to go on about. And then, like, Fiona, you were saying about um, what you've been watching. Oh, I've been watching so much. Did um, can we first of all just talk about normal people? Oh, yeah. My God, what a series. 
what a series. I I watched, I seen it kind of building up, you yeah. know, teasers and everything. And then the first day it dropped on BBC iPlayer, I was like, I'll give it a watch. Now, my degree's in English, I can tell you. I knew nothing about this book. I didn't even know yeah, it was and like book. I literally like have read the book. It was like Sally Rooney. She did conversations with friends. Like I knew more about it, but the, I, I had no idea that they... Well, I had this vague idea they were making it. Well, I had no clue it was even a book, but I watched <laughs> the first episode. How weird is that? I know. Wait, wait, like you... You knew nothing about the book, and I knew nothing about the TV, TV show, show, even though I studied, like, film and you, you studied, studied English. I know, oh, so back to front. But I watched the first episode, was like, oh, we'll give it a go. I was there till four in the morning. Mm. Like, watch. It just it's had a binger, like, it is a binger. 12 episodes. I know. And they're, what, 40, 45 minutes each? Yeah. But it's shot but so to. nice. It's so beautifully, like, uh, the cinematography yeah. and everything in it, each shot. The locations that they use, I mean, it travels quite a bit. Doesn't it? it? Oh, whenever they went to um, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but they go to Italy in it, and it's yeah. oh, just absolutely beautiful. Maybe it could be very one of the best call scenes. me by your name. Very call very me by your call name. Very by your name. And like I wrote a review on it on Letterbox, and I literally it was like four words or five words, or whatever, and it was just like I fell in love with Dublin again. It's That's just, a good way to put it. Yeah, but it did make Dublin look nice. Dub- I hate Dublin. Oh, Tasha, get out. <laughs> I don't hate Dublin, but I'm, I hate certain parts of Dublin. I'm not a big Dublin person. I get it. Have you, have you seen how fucking expensive it is? I know, it's dear. Give it to Port Rush. It is dear. Or Port Stewart. Um, but Maybe not Port Stewart. Port Rush is made du- It made Dublin look lovely. It made me feel really disappointed in my degree. I was like, I want to fucking go to Trinity. I know. I was like, this oh. isn't fair. I was like... I know. And then some of my friends did go to Trinity and you yeah. know, fair play. You all, all did well. Yeah, fair play to Trinity once. I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit jealous. I know, but see, see down south, one's probably like, oh, I wish I could have went to Queen's. Bullshit, nobody says that. Nobody says that. Nobody I, I've says been that. asked, like, why, oh, do you want to go to Queen's? And I'm like, Pfft. I'd rather bite my arm off. Like, not a chance. No, it's so jo- bad they're not doing our student union. Oh, that was the only thing going for it. Don't. Don't even, man. Don't, I'll start crying. I didn't even go to Queen's and it was still, it was this upsetting moment. I'll start crying on the that was That's the, that's the pinnacle of where you start. I know. Nights out. I know. And end them. It was, Did you, it didn't was my leave? teenage livelihood. Was it in that was. Building. And you knew everybody. <sighs> but the, what was I saying about Trinity? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the f- stuff that's shot in Trinity is just so nice. It is. And there's a couple of people I know through film that are in it. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm just going to give him a shout out. Don't know. You did a great job. Don't think he's listening to this podcast, <laughs> but if he is, he's in a few scenes as like a flatmate or whatever. And Oh, right. Okay. Uh, do you know when they're smoking out the back? He, They're having like a social drink. In, Notice in, as well, they're constantly drinking cans of beer. Not Nothing else. Just cans. No, I thought they were always on the wine. Was the, but when he was with his friends, they were constantly drinking like oh, cheap always, cider yeah. and cheap beer. And then and when with, her, with her, it was they like, were always on the wine. wine. Always on the wine. I was like, that has to be that's that's burning a hole in your pocket. The amount you're spending on white wine, like yeah. And, and her, they had options though. I know. They're like what twenty two years old, and they're like, oh, so a red or white? Yeah. With your dinner, and you're like, <laughs> I was literally <laughs> drinking like forty five <laughs> p beers whenever uh, I was a student. No. Do you want the Bordeaux? Yeah. <laughs> or the Sauvignon Blanc? Don't wear your on the fridge, so just, just... That's for dessert. Have uh, okay. And, her, like, she definitely shops at Urban Outfitters. Oh, 100%. Of course she does. Who are? Is that on a night out in uni? What's going on here? That big floor length, I don't know, what was it, velvet dress? A gown. It, it was, was really a yeah. gown. Maybe people in Trinity, that's how they roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know. 
<laughs> didn't go there, wouldn't know. No, I mean, um, yeah, you went to Queens and I went to art school for Christ's sake. I mean, but they didn't dress like that. I know. But it was a really great series. If anybody hasn't seen it, definitely go and give it a watch. It's good. Although my mum watched it and she said, and she said it was absolutely shit. And I said, well, to be what? honest, I don't think it's really for target audiences of fifty-two-year-old woman. So yeah, no. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, spoiler alert. Maybe we should look at the camera now. Don't watch if you're with your parents. Oh, don't please, yeah, no, don't. In every don't. episode, like. Even I was watching on my own, and I was like, someone's going to walk in and be like, why are you... You feel a bit, you feel a bit guilty you're watching like, it, don't oh, you? Jesus, get the visors up. But yeah. No, you feel a bit like, I shouldn't be watching this. It's like, this is very intimate. It's a private moment. I, I should probably... Although I forced my younger sister to watch it. I went upstairs, and I was like, what are you doing? She's lying in bed. She's like, watching Money Heist. And I was like, get it Money off. Money Heist, yeah. I was like, get it off. I was like, Fair play, dear. behave yourself. I was like, put on the first episode. And then I went up at like two in the morning after and I was like what episode are you on she was like 11 oh. and I was like ah. tears man my pillow was wet for a couple of hours it's after so I, was, I was crying like I'm not even gonna lie it's so good crying um, definitely give it a watch the other things I have been watching are like SNL skits and Bill Hader which, so le- good. which leads me on to another movie it's a real indie movie if you haven't seen it called Skeleton Twins and Bill Hader plays a gay man in it. And if you know who Bill Hader is as an actor, he, when you look at him, that's not the first thing that comes no. to mind. And he plays the part so He plays, well. for anybody that doesn't know who Bill Hader is, he's the other cop that's not Seth Rogen in Superbad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the best he's way the, to put he's it. He's the guy that's always in movies in the background, but never a main character. Yeah. But this movie in particular is so good. And Kristen Wiig's in it, which is her from Bridesmaid on the plane. Do you know, she's like drunk <laughs> yeah. on the plane. Let's get this party, party started. started. Her, yeah. So it's it's Bill Hader and her, and it's called Skeleton Twins. And it came out ages ago. Like I'm not talking about it because it's recent, but definitely. Yeah, yeah. Watch. It's super like like basement indie sort of. Yeah. Yeah, film. Yeah. But it's good. I was I watch it. Um, I think going ham in the watching, man. Have you nothing else to do? You going absolutely ham in the watching. I've Nobody's got a list here. Doing? I watched in one day. I'm not even gonna lie. I watched. Two of the Goosebumps movies, but the new ones with Jack Black in them. Right. I watched The Hunted Mansion. Oh my Mansion. god, yes. Yeah, dude. Yes, yeah. I love that movie. Oh, I went to the cinema to see that. Why am it I was actually that so right sick. The camera? <laughs> like, it was actually so sick. It was like, I was like, dude, like, oh, this is going to be... Sorry. No, it's my up. And um, it was really good that I watched the second one. And then after that, I was like, I'm on a kid's Halloween binge fest so good so I watched all kids Halloween movies oh I forgot I watched all of the Halloween towns oh, I was literally just about to say Halloween yeah. town. and then I watched The Haunted Mansion Eddie Murphy sick so good you can check out my letterbox um, for all these reviews actually I didn't put them all up because I was really embarrassed that I watched so many films in one day yeah so I, I only reviewed a couple and then I got Mom's Got a it was Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire which was like I don't know. It was I haven't really, seen that. It was great. I, I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. The Scream Team, which is super odd, never even heard of it before, but watched it. It was fantastic. And then I watched um, Ready Player One. Yeah, the um, Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg yeah. thing. Yeah, I I wasn't into I wasn't into that, but I haven't I, watched it. Dude, I thought it was gonna be horrendous. Like I was like, oh, never wanted to watch it. Just was like, Bleh. and then it like. I ended up really, really liking it, but for the like the nostalgia factor, they like reference like Street Fighter. They have a whole scene in The Shining, 
like in the shining house oh really yeah like they literally reference the shining they reference um like space invaders they reference it's just complete like old school nostalgia and not just about video games like about like pop culture and stuff like that did it do well at the box office i don't know i can't remember i can't remember to be honest mm. i think i was in film school so i was like mm, box office sucks <laughs> yeah well i think i might have been the only person thinking that yeah I um you. yeah so i watched that but it was actually really, you know what give it a go ma'am wasn't I bad might. it was good and then obviously i was on my jack black hype because dude and watched tenacious d pick of destiny again yeah and quite possibly might be the greatest movie in the world. Have you seen Jack Black's like bromance with Tony Hawk? Do you have Tony yeah. Hawk on Instagram? <laughs> How am I? I am there for it. Their That's like everything is I so love. Cool. It's sick. Because Jack Black has a half pipe out his back. Yeah. And um, Tony Hawk goes over quite a lot. I don't know because of lockdown or whatever, yeah. but he goes over quite a lot and tries to teach his kid whatever, how to skate. Yeah. And um, oh, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What year was Jack Black born? He is, um, let me see, let me think about it. He's born in 1969. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's he right. Was. Yeah. And I got like all the stuff there. I'm like, wow. Yeah. He's 50 years old. I know. That's he's, he's the same age as my mummy. He was born the same month as my mummy. Isn't that weird? <laughs> um, that's why I claim to fame. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm a big Jack Black fan though as well. He's so cool. He's great. He's a legend. And, um, like, oh, I have a really... This is quite... This is, oh, like... Never mind. It's very too embarrassing, dude. I can't... Is it? Oh, it's really embarrassing. Like, level, level 10 embarrassing? It's up there, like... Just say it. You've already said it now. Okay. Do you know in Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny? Yeah. You know whenever it opens up and Jack Black's a kid? Yeah. Like, I was around the same age. Okay. And I looked the spitting image of, of Jack kid? Black as a kid. Dude, I will, like, oh I mean, like, you have to get I a picture do. And no, I get a picture on your phone and show me. Oh, my God. Right, fill in the thing. I will. Just talk get about... Get a picture. Um, also, as well, I was talking about Jack Black earlier, and I was saying um, there's a really... I'm a big X-Files fan, and there's a really good episode of the X-Files with Jack Black in it. And I think it might be one of the best episodes. I think I need to. Um, you need to watch get it. Get on the X Files vibe. Actually, I think my family have been talking about X Files loads recently as well. And you need on the vibe. I started rewatching it, but there I didn't even know he was in it, and he just popped up. The whole premise of the episode is that his friend has like the ability to suck <laughs> electricity or something from, oh, so, from stuff. Dude, this Sounds is so ridiculous. Like, dude, I literally look like this fucking child. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, what look like dude, him. it's like oh, such a bad picture. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> Dude, but you don't. You no, just I the do. hair. It's just the hair and the button the, nose. And like I wore that exact outfit. I know. But for like, well, I I'm no, I, I still. That's like me. Look at the facial. Do the facial expression. I can't. For the camera. No, the camera's shut off. No, I'm there guaranteeing. Mm. He's like, what, what is it? <laughs> so horrendous that's so funny um, who told you that you looked like him it was at the time and it was like the movie sort of it wasn't like I was sort of like in the metalhead scene and stuff like that in like City Hall and stuff and like a lot of people just sort of um, would be like yo you that kid from Tenacity and I'd be like no I'm a girl and um, <laughs> thanks um like you've known me for a while now. I couldn't possibly be that child. But yeah, so it sort of came about. It it gave me a bit of an image complex for a while, but... 
Well, I'm here now. We all were models as children, like, let's be honest. Uh, but I was in Pick a Destiny, dudes. That's a clean <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, and then as well, I watched um, High Fidelity. And Fiona hasn't seen it yet, but for those of you that have, if anybody has, it's unbelievable. It's such a, such a great film. It's really... What's it called? High Fidelity. Okay. It was a book, and then it was made into a film. And also, they have recently made it into a... Uh, TV show on HBO this year. They made it into a TV right. show. It must be good then. Yeah, and um, it's you know Zoe Kravitz. No, Kravitz. You know Lenny Kravitz. I don't Kravitz. know. Kravitz. Oh yeah, Kravitz. Yeah. Uh, Lenny Kravitz. We know who we're talking. But I think that's the one. Yeah. Ted, his kid plays her in it, and in the original movie, her mum was one of Rob's the main characters, John Cusack's girlfriend in it. Okay. So it's almost like full circle that she yeah. now plays. Rob. That's pretty good. But it's, um, um, excuse me, it's really, really good. On HBO. But the film's good as well. But the film, you gotta watch it. Watch it illegally, I don't give a shit, it's fucking awesome. We do not promote illegal watching. We all do it, we all do it. I know. But do go to the cinema. Yeah, but do go to the cinema. They can't, cinema's closed. Well, no, but whenever it reopens, support your local cinemas, like Beanbag Cinema. (sighs) Don't even like that Beanbag Cinema. (laughs) Support. I'm scarred for life. What was that? What was the company called on the Beanbag Cinema? Ulster? Oh, it was called UFO, Ulster Film Office. Like, that's just freaky. Yeah. That adds to the weirdness of it. The, the, yeah. And it was like, glitchy. and Ulster oh, Film dude, Office. Don't. I was convinced that there was going to be a Yeti. I know. But uh, Yeti move, moving is my on. Papa. And uh, probably one of the last things we're going to maybe talk about film wise. Um, there's a movie coming out called King of Staten Island. Yeah, Jed Apatow, who was Freaks and Geeks. Um, and loads of stuff. I'm pretty sure he was in Superbad as well, reaffirming that. He works really closely with, like, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and that those that sort of bunch. Although I Googled him, I don't recognise his face. No, he, he does You know his name off by heart. But Literally, I, everybody I, does. But yeah, that's what he, I mean. he doesn't look like the sort of dude. He just looks like a... I don't know. I don't know. He yeah. just looks like a normal dude. He looks like a guy just works in an office. So I Googled him and was like, I've never seen him before in my life. But he's but, really cool. But he's he's involved in a lot of films. And this is his new film coming out. And it's starring Pete Davidson. Yeah. Who, Comedian. For anybody that doesn't know who he is, it's Ariana Grande's ex-fiance. You might be able to put two and two together. Thank face. you. Next. Thank, Thank you. you. Next. Um, he inspired that song, which I mean, round of applause. Did he? I don't think he did. He did. Because she goes, she say, she sings in those lyrics, she's like, something about Pete, something about... Something. Oh, yeah, I, th- I thought it she was like, Baldwin. I thought she was like, and say thank you to Malcolm, No, because he was an angel. Yeah, she talks about, <laughs> she talks about all of them, but Pete really triggered that song, you know? Yeah. So thank you, Pete. But he... Yeah, Bob, like... <laughs> he is in this new movie called King of Staten Island, and it comes out on the 12th of June. The 12th of June? 12th of June. Streaming? June, March, April, May, June, July. When's that? Is June now? When is it? What day is it? Oh my god, you know what month it is. You've been inside too long. (laughs) It's May now, so next month. Next month. A couple of weeks, really. Yeah. um, It's an auto, semi autobiographical. Yeah. So it's kind of based loosely on Pete Davidson's life and how he lost his dad in 9-11. His dad was a first responder firefighter. How he lost his dad in 9-11 and, like, he's still living at home in his mid-twenties. Yeah! In his mid-twenties, kind of loafing about, trying to work out what his purpose in life kind of is. Yeah. Um, 
So a real coming of age sort of story, and it looks. It's amazing. like he, he lives with his mom, and his mom's single, and um, his mom gets a new boyfriend, and he's sort of like what uh, about it, and then it turns out that the mom's new boyfriend is also a firefighter. And oh, he's yeah. like, yo, that's so messed up that the boyfriend you got after my dad dies a firefighter. Yeah. And it's it's really it's really really sick. Have you watched his um comedy special on uh, Netflix? No. Is he funny? Is he a funny guy? I didn't really like it. I don't think funny? he's funny. Funny how? I don't know if he's funny. Yo, lad, we're trying to find my podcast. Um, someone's hammering over there. Sorry. Uh, um. I don't know. I think he's very uh, like on the nose about it. It's a bit too much for me, but he, I think he's funny enough. He's attractive though. I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm not saying he's, like, stunning. Each of their own, he's, he's, Yeah, he's all right. But it looks like a great movie, and it's one to watch. It's not out yet. It's it does look like a good movie. I feel like it's very predictable, though. I know where it's going to... I know where. I know that it's... It's. I know what it's going to end like. I know, but I, just, I love movies like that. I love a good cliche. Ugh. I love watching the same movie that's the same storyline over and over again, but just different characters. No, I want to watch, like, you know, like, Pick a Destiny. That was wild that's behavior. That was a That's because you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dog. <laughs> this podcast goes dark. That was nasty. Um, yeah. But that's, that's all. Apart from that, I've been, like, in getting into YouTubers. Oh, the YouTube vibe? I fucking hate it, though. I I hate the fact that I like YouTubers. I know. I know. It's one of those things that, like, it, like, it was cool, but that was also because we were, like, 16. Mm. And that's, like, prime thing. But being 23 years old, watching, like, 16-year-olds YouTube, you're a bit like, oh, this is odd mm. I feel weird I feel voyeuristic about this well I'm more into I'm more watching like Casey Neistat just for oh, the pure motivational great. aspect like see when you watch one of his videos what he completes in 24 hours oh it's crazy like because we were talking about sleep schedule earlier mm. have you seen the one where he like uses dominoes and like um sets out his sleep and work life yeah. schedule absolutely insane it's mental it is the graft the graft is is like and he worked his way up from nothing like yeah he didn't really hit the big time on youtube till he was nearly in his 30s mm. do you know what well, I mean? like he like literally was good on youtube for he made like small videos like how to make like a pocket knife and stuff like that yeah if you remember those ones and or a jackknife. He's very creative. Like yeah, and he on. and he used to make and he had like he had also had a HBO series in like two thousand and four with him and his brother Van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Neistat brothers, and he sort of kicked off from that. But after like that was like two thousand and four, and he didn't become popular on YouTube until what two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen, and now he's like completely. He puts a video up every what six months. Yeah, but it's good quality. He's it not. Is. Do you ever get those YouTubers and they're churning out like three videos a week? But it's just the content is just pure crap. Do you ever? I, do you know what? Do you know what I hate? Like whenever people build their YouTube channels of no, that's I'm being hypocritical. Of sitting and talking at a thing for a really long time. No, that's different. That's a video. This is a podcast. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. But uh, yeah, Casey. His work is he takes time with it, and it oh. takes a couple of months to get a video out. But when it comes out, it's it's almost like a mini movie. I, and he does describe them as mini movies. So. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And it, like I love his um his like surf ones. I watched just all of his surf videos yeah. the other day, and I thought it was really great. Did you see his snowboarding through New York City? Oh, sick. And he had this mad car, and he said the only reason he got away with doing the snowboarding video through the biggest snowstorm in New York history. Yeah was the fact that the police cars were not equipped to drive through the snow. Yeah. So they weren't quick enough to catch him. They couldn't stop him. They couldn't They'd be stop like, hey, him. Yeah, like he's gone. So isn't it's that, isn't that it's so it's cool. So like cool. it really is. Literally. Um, but yeah, that's 
I've been really just watching his stuff and it's motivational. Like, it makes you want to make stuff and get out it there. It is. It completely is. I was watching... Um, there's a kid. It's really funny, actually, because I've been watching um, Jack Coyne, who was, like, Casey Neistat's intern. Right. He was at Casey Neistat. Like, he was, like, uh, for, like, a year or two years or whatever. And then, I think, is like... And then he got me it's like, damn me or whatever. But, um... Jack Coyne has his own YouTube channel. Like, he basically... He was, like, in charge of Beam. You remember whenever Casey and I sat at Beam? No. You said Beam, I immediately thought of, like, British intelligent aerial... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. No, like, like Beamy. It's called, like, Beamy, like, Beam. Anyway, he had this company, and he basically wanted to launch, like, a... Like a Facebook, like a right. Snapchat, but you hold the camera. Like I'm like, I, like basically, you know the way your phone there's like a, a sensor, so if it goes dark, your phone doesn't light up. Yeah. Well, he had this idea, and his app was, you go on the app like Snapchat, and if you go like that on your chest, you can video something without having to put your phone in front of your face. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had the beta version of it, and it was really cool, but it just did not catch on. So the company basically failed, went bust, and that's sort of why he also stopped YouTube. Um. But the kid who sort of was, like, one of the head honchos in the beam thing was Jack Coyne, who was his intern, and started watching him. And he's making videos about the pandemic and sort of being, like, why is everybody running in the pandemic? Why? And then he made a whole video about, like, why is everybody baking bread in the pandemic? And, like, or in this video, I haven't watched this, about, like, why is everybody... Why cheese is related to the pandemic or something? And it's, it's random things, but he somehow brings them into, like, this context worldly notion that you're sort of like whoa dude and these are like mini movies what's too. his name jack coin jack coin like c-o-y-n-e o-y-n-e yeah i would have spelt it o-i-n Le, like coin, coin. Like bitcoin yeah. yeah like bitcoin yeah but he's great as well yeah but that's loads of stuff for you is to watch and get on to um <laughs> you literally have a month's worth of content you have half to watch. an hour of us talking about yeah worth it though that's it. Um, like we said at the start. Let's get well, into real life stuff. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, do you want to introduce your first song? Oh yeah. Okay. You go, you go for it. Introduce your first song. <laughs> On the theme of Jack Black. Yeah. Um, our first song. Well, my my first song choice is gonna be, um, the School of Rock song. You'll know exactly which one. Yes. It starts playing. Yes. What's his surname? 
Finn. Yes. <laughs> Why am I quizzing you today? It's like, great. Loads of quiz questions. Um, but yeah, good song choice. Thank you. Um, this week as well on the uh, Instagram and on our YouTube oh, yeah. channel, we have posted our new video from our Italy trip, which is the Come Call Me By Your Name locations. Great. So we went to basically Crema and Bergamo in Italy. Um, we travelled, we went to Milan for five yeah, days. Yeah, that was our base. Based in Milan and then travelled out to Bergamo and Crema literally a couple of weeks before the pandemic went down. And um, It was the week before, Mil- it was like we flew home the, the, like a couple of days before Milan shut down. I think yeah. we've told them this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then um, we went round and recreated some of the shots and the frames from the actual movie. Yeah. And can I just tell you that we went there with literally no plan. Had we, Zero. Pl- had we planned anything? No. We got drunk one night in October, was like, let's do it. And then it yeah. became to February, and we were like, oh, sh- aren't we going on holiday this month? Mm-hmm. And then... When? But when we got there, like, the day of going out to Crema, we had done next to no research about where each Not, location yeah, was. nothing. Other than it was somewhere in the city. So. We didn't even find out where, like, the train station dropped us off to nope. stay in Milan. Like, a nothing complete. Like, just went... Nothing. And then on the train to Crema, I was like to Natasha, do you want to have a Google there and see if there's any information about where actually they film? Because it could be in the district of Crema. Yeah. And the district's pretty big. So we, we just went on a wing and a prayer that it was filmed in the actual city. And when we got there, um, we just really started wandering about until we started recognising, like, is that in the movie? Oh, that kind of looks yeah, like Yeah, we, we were walking through and then we were like, dude, this literally just looks like... A, what, what wasn't that the one where the train station looked like it was like some shitty town in Glasgow with like yeah. a bunch of drunks around it yeah. it literally looked like that and then we were like oh god almighty we were just walked because we were starving anyway we walked and then we were getting closer and then nicer to part of town the old town yeah and then oh, am I, what am I talking am I talking about Bergen or Crema I can't well, remember whatever, well, I think I was talking about Crema Crema yeah. Crema's pretty run down well not run down but it's, it's just, not, it's just it's modern. Th- there's, there's nothing there's nothing like no Bergen was modern Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um there's nothing there. It's basically like we met this girl on the train, shout out, um Lisa. Lisa. Uh <laughs> and um we um and she was like, I don't really my mum lives in Crema, I don't really know you know, there's nothing there and then we were like, Oh well, you know, call me by your name and she was like, Ah, okay. And well first we of all, can I say that it's yeah. pretty confusing because Crema is also called Cremona. Yeah. So we didn't know if we should be going to Crema or Cremona. The thing is, and on it the turns ticket, out it's the same place. Yeah, on the ticket it said Crema, but they kept on saying oh, next, next stop, stop Cremona, and we were like, oh dear God. We were like, uh, we're not going to the right. And place. then it got just. Got, I think it got to the point where we were like, dude, you know, regardless of what it is, we'll get off, we'll check it out anyway. It'll be nice. Yeah. It's Italy. It's beautiful. And then just wandering around the city, we were like, that looks familiar. A quick Google of like screen grabs from the film, mm-hmm. and it matched up, and we were like, "That's the, the time location." That we walked into this, literally came into um, where they sit and have their um, coffee, basically. Whenever, whenever Oliver goes in and gets square. his papers in the square, you um, you just come into the square randomly. Yeah, so you're walking up like um, random streets that have like seal, 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 and then you go through this arch, and then you're like, "Whoa!" It hits you like a brick. And the way um, Luca Guadagnino filmed the movie. <laughs> Each, yeah, each, yeah like each shot, it was so easy to find each location because when you find one location, it leads to the next. Yeah, so it's all filmed it's, in sequence. Like you just keep walking and it's filmed almost in a linear sort of way. Yeah, because I like, I think it was like, 
I think we got to like one of the locations, and I was like, dude, this is literally like. We, cause we almost, we yeah, we just found them by accident because we were like, that looks familiar, that looks familiar. Because we were taking a walk around the town, like we stopped into bars and restaurants and had a drink and a, and a bit to eat, and then we would go, okay, we'll go this way, and he filmed it literally as if, like realistically, you were walking through the city, yeah, the the, the whatever it was, and I it was just like, we we both were like, this is incredible, really, and- really incredible. Did you think there was many people that were there to do the same thing? Or oh, were no, we the only we, ones? We were 100% the only people there. Yeah, I think that too. There was nobody else interested in the film locations. I think even people seen us and knew that they were like, okay, that's exactly what they were there for. But once you get into the more like the back sort of streets of Crema, they have, um, like, on one of the seats... Have you seen the movie? It's a seat where he sits down near a pillar and he throws up on it. And well, not on the pillar. No, that's Bergamo. Bro, that's shit. That's Wrong Bergamo. Thing. I'm thinking, never mind them. No, said anyway. No, I was gonna say okay, Bergamo anyway. But it was the same same thing with Bergamo. They um, once she got there, and that was the back streets of Bergamo. They wrote on chalk, and they wrote like Elio was here. So it shows people have been there to do the same thing. Yeah. So we weren't like crazy people. Which we, I sort of did feel like a crazy person. Well, I know, I've never done that before. I know somebody else that went to the, went to Crema because of Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. But they didn't film any of it. Like, I think we purposely went there with the intention of, like, recreating the shot. Yeah, I think as well. But, like, but we didn't go to Italy because of that. We no. just chose Milan because it was the cheapest holiday we could find. It was the cheapest flight out of Dublin. Yeah. Around then, the time of Natasha's birthday. Yeah. And then we... Then and I then started. it was a couple of months later. You were like, "Oh, dude, look, I was I was checking this out. Like, we should go there." And I was like, "What?" And you were like, "Call me by your name." And I was like, yeah, "We're going." Yeah. So it wasn't like that was the whole reason why we went daily. It was more. <laughs> yeah, not like crazy. Turn, it kind of turned out that way. So go check out the video. Oh, it's really um, good. It's a, it's Fiona. It was Fiona did it all, it, and it's it's honestly fantastic. It's kind of blurry because I'm not gonna lie. My lens has been. It's been. It's been through. It's been through the ringer. Yeah. Literally. I mean, at one point it was in a big pile of snow in Poland. I don't know how it's still working. I mean, that's all I need to say. And my camera is, I think, locked up in an attic somewhere for some random reason. Yeah. And I can't get to it because of the lockdown. Can I and give... Not in my house, in, in another house. Can I give the listeners, like, an inside fact? Yeah, of course. So, if you go to the video, um, there's a bit in it where you can see me and Natasha having, like, a cup of tea. That's in Crema. And when we went into this cafe, um, first of all, we got stirred out because, I don't know, they must have, like, it's, a... Yeah, the no- is, like, in the middle of, like, literally in Arsenal and over, like, in yeah. rural Italy. Like, they're All the very... Italians must have, like, a non-Italian radar, and they were like... Oh, yeah, they just... They're not They're not Very rarely speak English. Yeah, so I went in with my broken crap grasp of the Italian language and was like, ciao. I was like, uno cafe or whatever. Yeah. Buongiorno, and then <laughs> Buongiorno Cafe, please. Yeah, and then there was like a seating area, so round the corner. It was a really good day. <laughs> no, right? Oh so we god. went round to the seating corner, took a seat. Oh my god! No, I thought you were talking about the man, but now I know what you're talking about. So, took a seat, had a cup of coffee, which were really small cups, um, and had like a little tiny marmalade tart sort of thing, like pastry. And then on the TV was like. Lo- there's loads of TVs but it was like betting it, yeah. it felt like it was a cafe within a bookmakers it was odd and there was all these poker machines and then all these old men started to file in and like go towards the poker machines and watch all this gambling that was happening on TV and me and Natasha were in the corner now from the shot in the in the video <laughs> it looks like a very picturesque Italian cafe it yeah, wasn't it was, um... then I needed to pee 
<laughs> then I needed to pee, and I was like, oh, I'll go try this door. I tried the toilet, and it said, I knew it was the toilet because it was like El Baño or whatever on it. And the door was locked, and it, I was like, betcha, I need a key. So I went to the the woman behind the counter, and I was like, El Baño or whatever, like, I need the toilet. And she handed <laughs> me this key, and the key ring was massive. Oh, why? As if someone was going to run away with the key. It was like a big block of wood. It was, I, yeah, it was, it was like you couldn't run away with it because you, you'd have to drag the, the key ring with like, you. This key ring was massive, so yeah. no one ran away with it. So um, I went to open the door or whatever, went into the bathroom, turned the corner in the bathroom, and um, there was no toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing. There was just um, like a massive hole in the ground. Like, like those, do you know those ones you get in Tokyo? That's what it was. It was genuinely a hole in the ground, though. But I, I, I hadn't seen anything like that before, and I didn't even believe Fiona. It was a I was squatter. Like, complete, you're, <laughs> yeah, it was. And Fiona was like, "Mate, a hole in the ground." I, like, you're I, a liar. I walked in, looked at it in disbelief, and did a one eighty out with the key ring, and was like, "Natasha, it's a big hole in the ground." No, actually, Natasha was like, "Did you get sorted?" And I sat there, <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, it's a big hole in the ground." And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Nope, seriously, <laughs> it's a big hole in the ground." And she was like, "Well, I need to go, so I'm going." And like marched in, and I was like. No, but it me. took me, it, it was like 45 seconds of just sheer, like, how do you... How do you go about it? I was like, what? But there's like little, like, feet marks. So like, where you obviously, uh, so I just sort of... Did a one idiot walk <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was shocking. It was actually shocking. <laughs> but that was just a wee inside fact. So if you go and look at the video, you'll be able to see me... Sipping this coffee that looks... Busting the go to your bathroom. Very snazzy. And the bathroom's in the background of the shop. You can go look at it. Yeah. Um, will we introduce another wee song? Yeah, you go ahead. I think I'm going to go <laughs> with... Um, A classic. Will I go with that one or... No, I'm going to... Yeah, okay. So my song of choice is Willie Nelson oh. on the road again. Because it just puts you in a good mood, and Tune. we need that in today's world. On the road to recovery. On the road to recovery from Corona. That's it, man. And um, he's just a genius, so please enjoy. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again From on the road again. Yeah. Yeah, get on the road Actually, again. it just puts you in a good mood, man, doesn't it? There's nothing bad about it. There's nothing bad about it. It's just such a good song. It's beautiful. I'm Willie. Willie Nelson. Man. Um, do you have anything else you want to kind of. I have a point. Okay. That 
it's really random, but I really like needed to discuss it. Right. Why are let me get the right wording for this because I wrote it down in my notes, right? And I don't want to just sound like a psycho person. I have no idea what it is. No. Right. Why <laughs> are girls' jeans made from lighter and cheaper denim, regardless of the price range you spend on them? What do you mean? Well, you ever see like dudes' jeans? Yeah. Have you ever seen how they like, like they're it's they're, denim? They're it's it's actual denim. Yeah. Whereas girl jeans always seem like a weird mix of like elastic cotton and like polyester like pullage. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Why? Regardless of the price range, though. Like, even if you... Okay, maybe, like, Levi's, but that's, like, a denim company. But still... And I get the girls probably need more stretch in their jeans. Don't get me wrong. That I can understand. Yeah. But you can literally buy dude jeans, and they can stand up on their own if you put the trouser legs in a circle. You know they're good jeans when you wash them, and they don't... They, you can literally almost stand them up. Yeah. And they're, they don't fold. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you're I, about. I want, Why can't I have a pair of jeans like that? And also, the colour on girls' jeans, completely limited. Limited? It's well, uh, yeah. Like for me, anyway, I feel like. Where do you get your jeans from? Um, Primark. Really? Yeah. Never fit me. No, I hate them. Like these are from Primark, and I am so uncomfortable. I can only all my jeans, like every single pair of jeans I own, um, new look. They're the only place I fit new me. New look. Oh, okay. Because there's there's um a bit of stretch in them. Like I can't. Well, to be fair, your jeans look like better quality than mine. I've also just looked at our jeans, and they're both disgusting I know <laughs> I've had these years I mean dude like I'm like coming in with the stains oh this this is, a, stainage. this is a um a makeup stain that's been there for years look it's also a makeup stain on this top it's oh just I see everywhere. no not good not good um but, but yeah it's a good question I just think, I think it's just the, yeah. the quality of of jean maybe it's to do with like because it's high street it's just a cheaper yeah, material yeah but no I think like because like don't get me wrong like I have jeans from like Levi and stuff like that. Also, you know the way Levi's jeans are were originally made for prisoners, and they're supposed to be like unrippable. Yeah. Every single pair of Levi's jeans I've owned ripped. ripped. Send them back. I know, but they're like beyond repaired, ripped. No, as in send them back and be like, uh, your brand isn't fulfilling its promise. Yeah, like, the, but no, they're also like, oh, we give you a ten-year warranty, or if you send in your old jeans, we'll sew them up. And I'm like, bro, so I don't want like. So, scar- get me in a pair of jeans. Yeah, I've had black jeans. I've had um, br- blue jeans. I've had all from Levi and of the ball rip. They're expensive. You can too. ask anybody. Ninety quid. I said in a pair of jeans. They're ninety expensive. quid for a pair of bloody black jeans. That's mental. I don't. That's have an why I. To that's why I know. Maybe maybe some one of the listeners can give us an answer. Like I get that there's more of a stretch, but I feel like it's just not even like like even like if we're going like cheap down the line, like Primark or something like that. Like even the quality of jeans, it's not jean though in Primark. Like it's, it's jegging. It is, and it's that's that what it is. Stretchy though. material. Yeah, but the men's is like jean. It's not a denim, obviously, but it's not. Yeah. It's not high and far off. It's a good question though. Has but to be yeah, answered. Point. We'll throw it out there for the audience to get back to us and maybe give us an answer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wanted to tell you this story. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have it written down on a piece of paper here, and it says Rathlin's story. And um, basically, so what's happened is... Oh, gonna, right, yes. I'm going to start from the start. I know where we're going. So my granny yeah. was originally adopted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So my mummy's mother was originally adopted, and she had eight kids, which are all my aunties and uncles. And 
they did a bit of research and turns out she was actually adopted from Rathen Island. Rathen Island. Right? Right. You're actually going to love this This is like, Rathen Island is like, I've been there, it's like a mile long. Yeah, but like, just even... Isn't it like five miles long and there's one pub? Yeah, but yeah. like, even to be plucked out of like, everyone in Northern Ireland, to be from Rathen Island, that, mm. that in itself That's is a very big. low percentage for that to happen. It's like, below like, zero percent. It's like point zero. So they trace back, um her family uh, history or whatever she's from Rathen Island turns out her name is actually McFall her mummy was called Rose McFall and she gave her up for McFall? adoption McFall McFall's a cool name right right it's spelled F-A-U-L by the way oh okay and um they've done research into it that was grand and they hit a dead end and that was it they couldn't really get much more information and through that you know DNA Me Too a- Ancestry or Me Too what is it 23 is, and Me 23 and Me yeah yeah right? that's the one some guy in America did a spit DNA test of 23andMe from his granny his, or his mummy, right? Turns out she is full sister no to ways. my granny. <gasps> so basically, what? her mummy didn't just have the one baby <gasps> out of wedlock. What nonsense, this is wild. She had another baby out of wedlock. So she gave birth to my... Whoa! She gave birth to my... Um, granny when she was 23 right okay orange yeah wow Tur- okay on rathlin Turn- what turns out I mean, nothing else to do in rathlin at 23 I know, right? like but it's a big big shame back then had to yeah oh god yeah because she wasn't married but turns out that she also was pregnant at 19 <gasps> with what this woman margaret who now lives in kansas kansas yeah sick so like what? i have like my granny had a long lost sister that she didn't know about Half sister, and she ended up in Kansas, or Arkansas, yeah. or with Texas, wherever she, the fuck she it is. She ended up in Kansas, and what happened was she was given up for adoption. So my great granny gave birth to her at nineteen, gave her up for adoption. Well, actually, my great granny was working in Port Rush. <gasps> oh, up the port. Port Rush. Um, got pregnant to a guy that's name was McAllister. Right. And then had the baby, gave it up at six months because it was outside of wedlock, and got okay. on with her life. And she was still waitressing up in Port Rush or whatever. And Margaret lived in Northern Ireland until she was 20. Right. Up kind of about Port Rush, but she didn't know anything about her mummy or anything. And then my granny was like, still working in Port Rush or whatever, got pregnant again. And was like, I can't, obviously this isn't going to be accepted again with my granny. <laughs> Fled to Belfast, gave birth to the baby in Belfast. What? Ga- Gave it up for adoption. Oh my goodness. Yeah. To the, to, the, to the nuns? To the nuns. Jesus. And then went back to Port Rush. So, like, I'm pretty much Whoa. from Port Rush. Yes, boy. <laughs> That's why. Isn't that mad? So, like, oh, there was, they did this whole, like, ancestry thing and have her on FaceTime and. No way. So, they've been in contact? Yeah. That's and amazing, man. Do they look like each other? No, because my granny passed away, so she never got to meet her. Oh, what? She never got to meet her, but she lives in Kansas, and my granny's favourite movie was um, The Wizard of Oz. <gasps> Yo, I knew you were going to say that. Isn't that weird? Dude, Isn't that so weird? That's some weird. So Gigi. I've been going through this whole, like, who do you think you are episode with my family for the past, like, three weeks. Like, all these stuff coming out of the wor- woodworks. Isn't that mental? That is really, really cool. That know. is really, really cool, dude. So, yeah, thought that well, was an interesting so fact. What's, so, what your lineage is... From Port Rush. Port Rush. And Rathlin. And Rathlin Island. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Isn't that mental? That's cool. I could have been an islander. Oh, uh, And they showed us a picture of, like, my great-granny, like, for her to get pregnant outside of, out of marriage twice. 
Twice, I know. She I must have her. been a popular woman. I heard. <laughs> you know she must have been good looking. She must have been a popular woman. And then there was a picture, we found a picture of her, and she's like hanging off a cliff in Rathland. Oh, Jesus. Picking like um, eggs, do you know, from bird's nest. Yeah. And she's like hanging off a cliff on a rope, and her brother's like holding the rope. I'm like, she she's was an no, adventurer too. She was no ordinary woman. Oh, she sounds like a. She was a header. She yeah. was a header. Sounds like a mad one. I mean, I'd I love didn't to meet take her. It from the stones. You That's know? it. <laughs> so love to meet her for a drink. She sounds like a good one. I know. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's for that is like that's a good story. Yeah. So that should like take my um my lineage. What what is my lineage? I don't know. O'Neill. O'Neill is like Kings of Ulster. So I'm pretty sure I've just got a whole line of Irish like from Belfast. Like no. Well, like you know you know the hand of Ulster. Mm-hmm. It's like um the story is. That's the hand of O'Neill, and the the thing was, um, whenever they were discovering Ireland, there was whoever. Well, back in the day, it was whoever touched the land first. The land belongs to them. Oh, like a land grab sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, whoever okay. touched the land first belongs to them. And there's loads of people on this. Well, I don't know, loads of people on this boat. Like say, like I think there was like three people on the boat, and it was just a wee tiny boat. And then they spotted land, and they were like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and it was Ireland, well Ulster. And then they were like, okay, whoever whoever touches it first, that's our that's, that's their, their piece land. Of land. And um. O'Neill just went, F this, chopped his hand off and threw it, and it hit the island. And he technically touched it first. Oh, really? Is that why it's the hand of yeah, Ulster? Yeah, that's why it's the red hand of Ulster, because covered in blood, because he threw. I never knew that. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, it's cool. So, yeah, Kings of Ulster, that's where O'Neill comes from. And then, I think at my mum's side, they'd done some research, and it was like, um, I think it's like Scottish and Italian. What's your mum's name? Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. JFK. Hey, that's it. Uh, and they're Irish too. Yeah. Yeah, they're Kennedys. Interesting. We got the luck at the Kennedys. Everyone go and research your history and get back to us. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything. That's just, I just know. I'm not claiming any of that research. I did very little. It was all my. my <laughs> yeah, I've, I've all it. been told this through. Yeah, word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, or like GCSE history or something like yeah. that. That was really it. <laughs> uh, I didn't even do GCSE history. I, you didn't want to. Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare altogether. Can imagine. Too many rebellions. Before. Literally. <gasps> Especially Literally. in this great aisle. Um, do you want to introduce your... Next song, yeah. Um, my next song is... This is How We Walk on the Moon by Jose Gonzalez. Very fitting, because we were just talking about JFK. Yeah, why? The moon. Whoa! Dude, you're freaky. Yeah. Oh. Do you know okay, what I mean? Wh- while we get into whether the moon why we get is real or mo- fake. Oh my God, don't, don't even... Listen to your song by Jose Gonzalez. Every step is moving me up. Every step is moving me up 
We're all sort of. How can you not go to the moon now? They they don't have the technology to go to the moon now. But they did in the sixties. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But it's not true. Exactly, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Bob Lazar talks a bit about that, and they talk about like um how they, they like can't understand. They destroyed the technology. It's bullshit. Come on. Are you, what? America holds way too many secrets. There's a great quote, and it's um. It's from an FBI agent, and he says, I absolutely love... Or CIA agent, FBI, CIA... I think it's CIA. I absolutely love conspiracies because it makes us look like we have more to show than we actually do. Or it looks like we actually know... It looks like we have a good job when we actually don't don't. or something like that. That would be a really nice quote. Maybe we are making it up. I know what the quote actually was. Maybe we are making it up, though. Maybe, like... They're like, the FBI is pretty boring, but we're just so paranoid. We're making up all this conspiracy stuff. Yeah, for sure. I like I I don't, but I I love indulging in conspiracies. I think it's it's always great to have like different insights and different knowledge. And if you think one way about something, that's okay. But there's always I don't know. I'm a, I'm an all rounder. Yeah. Or like you know, it's nice. All these people are like, oh, conspiracies are nonsense. Conspiracies are nonsense. Like yo, you know, dude, like Project MK Ultra. That was a conspiracy and it was real. It was real. Wrote my whole bloody dissertation on it. Yeah, MK Ultra was a thing. Yeah, it's like you know you gotta. America's a mass government, especially that bloody Trump. I mean, if he could get there, anything could be real. That's all I'm saying. Have you seen the conspiracy theory about Trump being a time traveller? Oh, no, but I, God, no, don't. So much evidence, Natasha. So <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That one, I just, I just, I, I just don't have, like, any fathomable time for that man. Well, let, right, I, I heard this fact on Scarlett Moffat's, I know she's a bit of a hater. What? Scarlett Moffat has a podcast now, um, like everybody, yep. sprouted a podcast because of I mean, why would you do that? What a nonsense. But she said that, say, the speed of light, I can't remember the exact figures, but it's like 129.7549, right, is the speed of light, okay? Yeah. Do you know that that is the exact, the speed of light figures is the exact, like, Longitude and latitude of the pyramids of Giza, the top of the pyramids of Giza, is the speed of light. But what's your, and then Donald Trump comes into this. Well, I'm saying like, she was saying that the speed of light is the exact coordinates of the very tip top of the pyramids of Giza. But does that? But what you're saying, I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not being like a non-believer yeah. here. But I'm saying, do you think that like every time you look at your watch and it's like three fourteen, you're like, oh my god, that's like pie, holy shit, holy shit. But this is like, something's going down. But this is like maybe nine numbers, like that are in the exact same order. So for the combination of that to happen but is what, like, extremely but, bizarre. And so then maybe, what's the connection with the pyramids of Well the theory is that like that's the speed of light and if you can find out you can if you can find out the speed of light you're able to like access time travel. This is the theory. So that people believe that back then there's no way that But the pyramid, we all know the speed of light. I know, but there's no way that the pyramids of Giza like people can't work out how it was built during that time. Oh yeah, therefore, because the tool it's so because it's so advanced. Yeah. So like therefore you, people from the future have gone back to build it as like a hint that time travel exists. Oh wow. Is the okay. theory. Because the, the the numbers, the speed of light is that um sequence of numbers and so is the Maybe they chose like, latitude. 
maybe they chose like great mythologies as well, like Egyptian, not not Egyptian mythology. Yes, Egyptian yeah. mythology, and like that's really probably like Greek mythology, like the Roman Empire is so big. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Jesus God, that, well, that's whew. that's um my mummy's car starting and driving away. So um, that scared me. I talk about conspiracy, get jump scares. <laughs> no, kidding. just excuse that background noise. I thought it was a CIA running up. But yeah, interesting. But uh, yeah, very interesting. Very. Um, I'm actually going to introduce my next song because it kind of follows up from that. It's called Rock Bottom Rock from a band called, well, a duo called The Halloweens who are two people from the band The Vaccines and their album is basically um, to do with, like, Greek mythology. So, Rock Bottom Rock, here you go. This morning I just said of cats got chocolate on the burgundy bed seat I tried to pay respect but I just went unchecked and fell below my bottom line sense of time I think we're in the twilight zone do you know what's actually really nice and it's really odd but like we're in jeans can you there, there's that thing oh yeah, yeah yeah we're in jeans I haven't worn jeans 
and like little things you missed your life. <laughs> yeah, I have. I mean, I'm I'm super uncomfortable after my Jane comment as well. Like I'm not comfortable, but it's nice. It's nice to be uncomfortable it's for nice a while because we have too yeah. much time to be comfortable. Yeah, I have another. Lockdown. I have another small random thing that I thought. Well, that I thought of. Go for it. I thought was, like, in, have you ever heard of this thing called weapon focus effect? No, never. It's like, well, let me explain. <laughs> it's um basically like. They do. They it's 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 almost like like crime scenes and stuff like that. Well, or you know whenever people get like attacked or burgled or and the person has a weapon. Yeah. It's like it's really hard to remember other details about something because you your mind and your eyes automatically like focus on the weapon because that's the center thing that will probably hurt you more than like if they're carrying a knife. Yeah. You're, you're literally gonna be like where's the, where's the knife or a gun. It's like. It's like literally any somebody can force you to do anything you want if they have the power, if they, if they have a gun, if they have the ability to kill you in any way. And it's like, so that's why a lot of people, like say people who, I don't know, unfortunately, like sexual like abuse or whatever, and if the person has like a weapon, they tend to almost like forget what the person looks like or they're really unsure about events. So it always seems really sketchy. Right. Or like if someone gets held up and like... Uh, they can't really recall it. Yeah, or someone gets held Like if you're doing like ATM and like someone, you turn around and someone's got like a knife to your throat and they're like, give me all your money. Yeah. And you're like, even though you stare directly at them, but you're always staring at the knife. knife. But it, like, it's, I thought it was a really cool thing. It, happen, it can happen with loads of things. Like, What's it called? It's called weapon focus effect. Weapon focus effect? But it can happen with loads of things like... Um, I don't know, like, say, like, you haven't seen, say, like, you're walking down the street and, like, someone is getting mugged, but, no, okay, no, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a strong example. Um, it can happen with loads of things, like, people's faces, or... We, like, home in and focus solely just on solely, that. like, it's literally like, like, a crash zoom, and, like, everything else goes fuzzy Blurs apart out. from, like, that one it sounds tiny like, it, dot. It sounds like when people are being interviewed after really stressful experiences like that, that's the way they describe it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's all... Well. Like, if you, like... Like, say you forget something. I'm trying to think of a counter, like, a, 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 like example, like, if something else is happening and then, for example, like, you've seen someone was filming a podcast, but there's, like, a... I don't know. Like, someone just fell over. No, because you'd look at the... Person falling over, I would anyway. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm trying to think of it. But anyway, yeah, it's silly. But I thought it was, I think it's a really cool thing. It's a good thing. It's I cool didn't thing know, to I, know. I didn't know it was even like a if, thing. if yeah, like if you are walking in the street and you're like, someone's like, oh, did you see that? And then you're like, oh no, like I don't really know what. I'm gonna stop because I I can't think of any good examples at this specific moment. Like a magpie, like a magpie's walking now. Like if you like a snot around on your face right now, I probably wouldn't see it. Because you're focused on the magpie. Because I'm looking at my magpie, and that's weapon focus effect. Okay. That's a science lesson 101 for the day anyway. Okay. We'll Pretty research cool. more into that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you see the killer whales that were up in Strangford? I did, dude. Did you? Dude, I got, like, yeah, my auntie um, sent me a picture. It's her friend, lives in Strangford Lock, and um, she literally, I got a picture from the, from the, from the cellular device <laughs> of... Um, straight from the lock that morning and the picture is madness it, like, if you haven't seen the videos or it, these huge things the size of a house they're amazing creatures like aren't they just wetting up and down Strangford like but did you see the interview they went and interviewed like local people from Strangford and it was the same family so it was like the dad 
and the two sons yeah. and BBC Newsline were like right up in their grill with the camera being like so what did you think of the whole experience like what happened when you seen the animals and yeah. they're like well my dad just kind of um, got the boat out and yeah. um, you know it was great seeing the creatures because we haven't been out because of coronavirus and then like they did the whole interview with him and then they interviewed the younger brother and they were like and what did you make of it and he just said the exact same thing yeah. it was like someone had told them what to say and it was like I mean we've seen their fins coming out of the water and it was so self-explanatory at first I didn't know what it was and then I realised that was how ill my yeah. father told me but yeah <laughs> but like I was watching the interview like with my mouth open like why show me the whale I don't want to see these I'm like just show me the fucking whale yeah. and then I'm like their interviews are so pointless because they give us no information that adds to the experience like, I, I can give you a bit of information oh. Um, oh inside facts <laughs> yeah science 102 um, it's the first time in 40 years that the whales have been back just trying for luck really 40 years and it's all literally just because of like less people less pollution less that's just mental. foot traffic. Foot traffic can drive a lot of people away. It's a lot of weird name. It had a weird name though. John Coe. That's its name. The whale. Like, yeah, like they all have individual names, so they can tr- like trace them and track them. And this one's called John Coe, which I think. I mean, was really to be strange. fair, imagine like my auntie also told me a story about my uncle, um, my uncle Jonathan. She showed him the image as well. He's a massive surfer, like super, super big surfer, and he she showed him the images and he was like oh my god this just reminds me back to whenever I was surfing at 4am and looked out in the water and there was a bunch of whales beside me and I was like <gasps> like a whole pod oh, dude like my biggest fear in the world is sharks yeah. so I would flip out I would genuinely have four heart attacks consecutively I'm so, like I'm, I love sharks. I That's do. sick. I, I I'd love to swim with them. I'd love, That's to, swim, I'd love to swim up. with killer whales. I think that would be class but um dude, when so I was in Canada yeah. Me and Niall took um, a whale watching tour, right? Guess the price of this whale watching tour. 60 quid. Nope, keep going. Higher? Yeah. <laughs> this um, is how much money they rake in off whale watching tours. I was going to be like, 60 is expensive. Um, uh, is it 80? No, I'm just gonna, it was $125. That is absolutely $125 for the day. But me and Niall just kind of thought, like, it's once in a lifetime that we're going to be... No, you don't. You just go down to Strangford now. I know, but I didn't know that. And um, $125 later, here we are. We booked it, and they promised us lunch as well. So I was like, well, you're getting your lunch thrown in, so I mean, whatever. And it was there, if you wanted to go on, they called it an outdoor craft, which is like a boat with no cover. Okay. So we paid to go on the boat that was kind of like half it. You could go outside if you wanted, but inside as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was, yeah. Because I, I, it was I know cheaper. exactly the one you're talking about. So, I got a boat like that to Raffin Island one time. Yeah, because yeah. it was cheaper. So we booked it or whatever and went. And um, I get really bad um, travel sickness. Seasick? And seasickness, yeah. right? Like a couple of times I've been on a boat and I literally have just thrown up everywhere. Mm. And I knew that this was going to happen. So we went to get the bus to go to the tour the morning of. We didn't pack a lunch because like they thought that we were going to be given lunch. Yeah, 125 quid, you'd be, be like, like, you know, at least a cucumber sandwich three cor- or two. Three-course meal, I wanted. I agree. And um, that was grand. There was a chemist at the bottom of the street went in, explained to the woman, I was like, look, I'm going on a boat tour in like 45 minutes and I get really bad sickness. And she was like, uh, you're meant to take seasickness tablets like two hours before. Yeah, yeah, it's a while. So it's a bit short notice, like taking them. And I was like, can you give me them anyway? So I bought them and the brand was called Gravel. And like, <laughs> and that in itself, I was like, you should have uh, two plus two. Like, so I was like, right, because I'm taking them so late, maybe if I take more, 
dosage. <laughs> yeah. It'll like ha- like give the like help That's me quicker. That's why so like drug dealing, like druggies, junkies. The recommended <laughs> the recommended daily dose or dosage thing was two tablets. Ooh. Fiona took four. That's so unsafe. Yeah, Fiona took four, and I remember like queuing up to get on the boat, and Natasha not gonna lie, it was so hazy. Just tripping. Out, it was bro. so hazy, oh, but and I'm I'm sitting on the boat, and she starts doing the tour, and like they go out of the bay of Bramble <laughs> Island, and like the waves slowly start to pick up, and the boat starts to gain speed, and I like at this point start like getting really drowsy, and Niall's like drink some water so I'm drinking the water really drowsy and then we're out we get further out into the bay and we're out in the middle of the ocean still no whales yet and I like doze off yeah but like I'm asleep and the speedboat is like bouncing over these waves at high speed and my head's just like <laughs> my head all is like just bouncing everywhere like... and Niall is like slapping me on the face like yeah. trying to get me to come round and it was that bad that the woman actually came over being like, is she okay? <laughs> and what is like, she doing? Is she, because nobody should be able to sleep during this yeah. experience. That is so, I so can't believe that. I was like, um, I, can't, I can't remember, it was so fuzzy. And That's so bizarre. I remember like, she was like. I would have just dealt with a sickness, man, rather she than take was, four grovels. And then she was like. <laughs> There's the whales, and I have like blurry visions of like me slow motion running over the other side of the boat <laughs> to see them. And by the time I got there, like I don't know if it's just because my I don't know, like in my head it was much slower, but like they were gone, and I was like I can't see anything. And, <laughs> and now it's just like oh my god, you spent one hundred and twenty five dollars just to be whopped out on this speedboat. Oh, to, it's like, so to bad. maybe see some whales, but also like. Oh, and That's the lunch, like, do you know what the lunch was? Which yeah. we were hoping would bring me round. <laughs> what? It was like, she started passing out these granola bars. Oh. And now I was like, is this like the lunch? And she was like, yeah, I hope you're enjoying the tour. And I was like, shove your nature valley with a thunder giant. <laughs> and now thought I was actually going to die. So he was stressed out. I was stressed out. I feel like, but you in your head must have been having like a fantastic time. It sounds like everything was just so slow. Bringing it back to like tenacity, um, pick a destiny. You know, whenever he's like he's in the forest and he's like eating mushrooms, and then he like like he's like baby sash Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John C. Riley's like dad Sasquatch, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, Yeti is my Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember. That's what I imagine. It's like only you're like a baby killer wheel. And my, I'm not. Even, I had whiplash the next day from, <laughs> from falling asleep. My neck that's just bounced about everywhere. I was fast asleep. <laughs> that's great, mum. I know. So as soon as I seen the whales in Strangford, I was like major flashbacks to me with those seasickness tablets, like PTSD, complete like <laughs> the grovels. Yeah, the grovel when the grovels kick in, <laughs> literally. Oh, so oh. funny. That's great. That's a, that's a great story. I think we can end it on that. Yeah. That was a great story to end it on. Fiona absolutely supplying the stories this week. Uh, Legend. Will we wrap it up then? Yeah, ma'am. I think that's good. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a minute. It has. It has. I'm sorry we couldn't do it more frequently, but we just realised the internet thing, it wasn't the same. Yeah, the last episode was pretty... It was difficult to manage, and yeah. the audio quality was awful on it. Yeah, and doing it after is like... Like, Fiona wasn't like... Oh, I deleted whole, all, like, I deleted all the footage. Yeah, that that's why there wasn't a video for the last one. We deleted all the footage, and I was like, I just breathed, you know, because it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. No, Tashi was gonna stop me. I was, but you know, I couldn't actually physically do it, so it was like a web stab. Yeah. I just it was like sending or like screaming memes. Yeah. <laughs> 
But um, much yeah. better in person. Yeah, it's much better. And in person. it's good to catch up over a coffee. It's a vibe it's, more. It's mental health awareness week. Exactly, and exactly. And um, we've both sort of had like a bit of a shitty time recently, so yeah, it's it's actually been really, really good and really helpful. So yeah. thank you very much, man, as well. So definitely message your friends that you haven't messaged in a while and um, take the time to actually speak to them because you don't know what's going on in people's lives and maybe or if not, man, you know, like spend a minute to yourself, you know. Yeah, that's it. Like that's what we done. We sort of just sort of took ourselves off technology for a bit and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it really does do the world a good. Yeah, definitely. But obviously, you know, keep your podcast app always open. That's it. Um, but yeah, if you ever need a chat, the mid-twenties are always here. Natasha and Fiona. Yeah, signing off. That's it. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bigfoot is my father and he's got to protect me. These legs don't make sense. They can find the evidence. And yet he is my father and he wants to protect me. Yeah!